chapter 12, verse 42 to 46. And if you kindly be upstanding with me in honor of God's with reading of God's word, Acts, Luke chapter 12, verse 42 to 46, looking at stewardship excellence. Luke chapter 12, verse 42. And the Lord replied, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. 45. But what if the servant thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful. And the servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. And your bajin ba niura edinu be dini fee for so sir. Oma won won diane bra esimu. In shania kwa niura ba obihuni se o yosa no kreme semu se obeman wedi de oweni na so. As a kwano se na kume muse, miura a chel neba, na ufra se buru emofra ene mawa no na u didina o no mbrua, a kwanu eura beba da of onfeno kwine. Amen. Can you whisper a prayer to the Lord and ask Him to speak to you this morning? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to sit at your feet to be ministered to by your word. We commit our hearts to you. We are asking in Jesus' name that let the entrance of your word bring light to us, push us closer to becoming more like Jesus in every area of our lives, and particularly in terms of our being stewards. And we pray that this will be so to the glory of God. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Stewardship excellence. First of all, Epa. I just want to make an emphatic statement that each one of us here in church today and others who are out are all stewards. 
na pese ye ka e ma obi a o ha ete no te ase ese ye nyinara e ya resofo we are stewards firstly and above all of god's blessings na e resofo e ye urade nyira and when we come down below god's blessings we are stewards of other people's blessings na e san e fe ne urade nyira na e san hu se e afofro so nyira as I stand here, the pastor is a steward of God's children who he has entrusted into his care, and I'm accountable to God one day. Our accountants who are here, for the president's remark, who are the gatekeepers, are stewards. Parents are stewards of the children that God gives to them. The list goes on and on and on and on. But the general fact is that we are all stewards. And it means that we have responsibility over things that may belong to somebody else and for which we are accountable. It is expected that every steward excels in his role as a steward. In other words, when you are looking at it from God's angle, he doesn't just see us as stewards, but he also wants and expects of us to be diligent to excel in the way we do things as stewards. So that in our stewardship we should be excellent. That we should be distinct, we should be unique. Our stewardship should stand out. It should be an example for others to emulate. A few weeks ago, somebody posted a video on the WhatsApp. I think it's something from Nigeria. And there was this security man, I believe of a bank or somewhere, and somebody cashed the figure $10,000. I'm sure some of you have seen that video. $10,000. And somehow... When the one who cast the ten thousand was leaving, he left. He left the bag with the ten thousand. He forgot and left. And this security man happened to find the bag full of ten thousand dollars. What would you have done if you found that bag, ten thousand dollars? I said, Mister, and the Mister said, "And check P and WhatsApp. So, by one more woman here was say, I said, No, here I am. Say Nigeria. Say Nia. In the Muna Ubi." I'm saying something to you. Imagine the security man. Think about his take-home pay. Think about his family. The struggle to pay rent, to raise his children's school fees. Here comes ten thousand dollars times I four, four cities okay that's 40,000 Ghana cities which is how many millions or billions but 
This young man checked for the phone number of the one who left the money and called. The man came back and picked the $10,000. Na niya ye kama ye hune se, saskuti ni uha anaketuya. Ebi ya mfiye bebriya wa ye jumano obwabu anukura, e nuru saskei na nisa aso saskei mu. Na papei ebo omodinya se obeferenia eye nisika enuhuwa se mu. What thrilled me was the response of his managers of the bank. They organized a special session in his honor. And they said what he did. And the manager or the CEO of the company was promoting integrity, faithfulness, and truthfulness, and honesty of the, of the security man. Now, then, then, I was so thrilled. People just got up. Somebody said he would dash him $10,000. Another person got up and said he would give him $5,000. Another person got up and said he would give him 5 million naira. Another person came and said he would give him $2 million or $2 million naira. And on and on. They were coming, they were coming, and the video ended. Now, what can we learn from this? The principle here is that the young man, even though he was needy, saw the money, <clears throat> he said that he knew that the money was not his, so he couldn't have used it. So he sent it back to the owner, and as a result of his faithfulness and sincerity and truthfulness, he received maximum reward for that. When we talk about stewardship, that's all that there is about it. It is Please turn to your neighbor and say, Excel in your stewardship. Say to another person, Excel by the grace of God in your stewardship. Can you say a big amen? Amen. Here are key principles that I want to leave with all of us if we are to excel and to please our maker as a matter of priority and also please maybe our employers or whoever's assets or things that we are taking care of. And as believers, we know that everything that we have, cash, building, possessions, beauty, talents, gifts, are all from the Lord. And therefore, we should not hold tight onto it as if they were our personal property because Nothing do we have that had not come from God Almighty. May the Lord grant us grace to excel in the in our stewardship as his children on the face of this earth. Amen. The text that we read is just some kind of story about the master and the servant and how he's giving responsibility to the servant, the servant's attitude, responses to the responsibility that has been given. And I have a few principles that I want to bring to us here. Number one, as a genuine steward, 
And I'm not talking about you being just a Christian, but wherever you are, as an accountant, as a mother, as a business person, as somebody who does anything on it, it's stewardship. So as a steward, first and foremost, you must have and develop what I'm calling a steward's mindset or mentality. So you must have and maintain or develop what I'm calling a steward's mindset or mentality. The mentality, the mindset is that inside of your system, you must come to terms with the fact that at any point in time, wherever you find yourself and whatever you are involved in, you are a steward. And that must be written boldly on your mind. And that should carry and inform your attitude in terms of your responsibilities as a steward. And they say, yeah, I know what they say. Because it is very important and sometimes you may feel we are the owners of whatever we are taking care of. I know somebody who came in as an accountant to help somebody in a business and I was privileged to have a chat to the person before the engagement. And in a discussion and conversation with the person, there was no sign that he was a professional thief. There was no sign. Because he told us that he was trained from one of these powerful institutions. Uh, he was a believer. He was quoting verses to me. Oh, fine. I was very convinced. So I told the owner, please, write the person. A few months later, news came that this man managed to professionally steal as much, I think, about 50,000 CDs. How he did it, nobody knows. But the money got, got stolen by him. As we speak now, well, as we speak now, I believe it's in cells. But it is possible not to have a steward's mindset. I pray that grace will come upon you and you will have that mindset that you are at any point in time, you are a steward. Look at what verse 45 says of the text we read. It says, but if the seven things, let's say it together. If the seven things, look at that. It says, my master won't be back for a while. And he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. This is somebody who has been entrusted with the master's responsibility. The master is gone away. His thinking is that, oh, this man is not going to come anytime soon. So, free for all. Messing up, doing all kinds of things. That is not true stewardship. If you want to be a real steward, then you must have that mindset. That what I'm taking care of is ultimately not mine. It's for somebody. So, what is not yours, it's not yours. Now, 
no kwan na we ejina ho me chere se ura no 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 why na je so mi ura o mai se debi so for se debi enu kwan se e wo se ye no sa ni ayede ama o se hweso no ka hu se enya wo dia na mri bedu a wo ho akontabu a e wo se wo the second thing to excel in in our stewardship is the fact that we need to understand what I'm calling the steward's authority. The steward's authority. And if you look at the verse number 43, it's talking about if the master, then let me read from 42. And the Lord said, the Lord replied, that's verse 42. It says, a faithful, sensible servant is the one to whom the master can give, can give responsibility to. The steward's authority is, is delegated authority. So, you have that delegated authority to take care of somebody else's estates or property or money. I have delegated authority from the Lord to take care of the flock that is entrusted into me. That is delegated. It is not the real full authority, but it's some part of the owner's authority that is given to me. And we must all come to understand that we have that authority to operate as stewards. It means that that authority can be taken back from you if you don't perform very well. So, you must understand that you are under authority because your authority to operate as a steward is delegated to you it means it can be taken back and no sooner in Yano Papa and Nancy, my papa beba. So one person here, and no sooner ever need ya a beba also. It's not say a devil beba. I bet me I did a few sums. So one person here. So you have authority. Make good use of that authority in order for you to excel within the terms that has been given to you by whoever gave the authority to you. And to me, I had the amount say would they have a so for now? So to me, Chrome now would be a year at my year. It's not saying I need the ano or who can say or bar. In the verse 43, excelling in stewardship, you must be responsible. When I say be responsible, take charge of what you have been given to take care of. Take charge. I'm the pastor here, and I must be responsible for all that goes on here. You are an accountant, checking figures, and you must be responsible. Take charge of what you have been because that is what you have been given to take care of. Now, we talk about our beauty. We talk about our talents. We talk about our family. They are all gifts that God has given to us. We must be responsible. We must take charge and take good care of what God has given to us. In the verse 43, if the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, can you say good job? Yes, if the master finds that you have done a good job, there will be a, report, a, a reward. So, being responsible or taking charge is to help you to do a good job so that when the master comes, he'll be pleased with what we have done. Now, I want to zero in on our beauty. You don't make your beauty your God. You don't worship your beauty. You don't worship your body, but God wants you to take care of your body responsibly. Do a good job with your body. Eat well, sleep well, exercise, keep yourself in good shape because 
the body in which you are is God's property. Take care. So that tomorrow when it comes, you will not say you have bleached your skin and the, and the skin is eating up. Or you have changed your <laughs> you have changed your hairstyle or you have changed your face and you have done something to eat. Be responsible as a good steward. Amen. 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 Ewa <laughs> So be responsible. As a good steward, as an excellent steward, learn, know, and keep the standards. Everybody says standards. There's a standard for doing everything. I know accountants, we have standards of practice, so you must keep to it. Uh, as Christians, we have standards of doing things, and we must keep to it. And I love the verse 47. Look at what he says there. And a servant who knows what the master wants. That's it. It is the master who determines how you must operate as a steward. And a servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. So there are standards. God has standards. The, the company you are working for has standards. And we must endeavor and be prepared to keep to the standard. If we short circuit the standard, then it means you are not being a responsible steward. No, and a rather no idea. I'm my own acquaintance. Say, I'm finally a far a quiet and a quampa, and also our own acquaintance. Amen. Be ready to be accountable for your stewardship. That's the next thing. Be ready. There are some people who are not ready to give account because maybe under their sleeves there are some things that have gone wrong and they don't want to have fear that they'll be punished. But every steward has a day. To give account, to give account, and you must be ready for that. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. A debit or why a baby wakunta? And he said, "Ne, ebi anu oni na honso. Impo oni na honso ni eba. Essence why ye obi bi abe perpentino ubebu akunta pa." Romans chapter fourteen and verse twelve. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. The word there is personal personal account of our stewardship and this cuts across every area of our life ultimately to god but in our professional lives we must be called upon one day to give account we must be ready to give a full clear convincing authentic account of our stewardship there's always a day for that and we must keep that at the back of our minds by God's grace, I served as a treasurer for the Minister's Conference of Ghana Baptist Convention for 12 years. I knew all the monies that were coming in 
and usually when we are getting ready to go for the minister's conference, we are supposed to present reports of our stewardship, the financial stewardship. And that's the time that, if you are not careful, you may, you may collapse because you have to keep your figures right because questions should be asked, especially in a Baptist setting, you can be sure that they will ask salient questions and you must be able to respond appropriately. So we give account by God's grace, by God's grace, nothing fishy had happened and I thank God for that. And I encourage you to know that there is always a day of accountability and we must get ourselves and our house ready because the, the day of accountability can come anytime. The most difficult account that we may give has to do with our account to God. See, it's a personal account. And we don't know when Jesus is coming. He may come today, he may come tomorrow, he may come at midnight when you are sleeping or getting involved in something else, but the day will come. So on earth, we are called to give account of our stewardship at one point in time or the other. May the Lord give you grace to have a prepared heart to give that account. Amen. Na or no treasure or face castle bay and fish here do me no. Na I do mira send in baptism no. If if you move be a kind rade and a dance de sam fear in our side and I do my dear no ye and a pepper epe some pepper no reverse. Yen you know how no see a gd for some way accountants. Ubi Piara and who say Obi Bumwa Kunta Ni Sakra Nechino a die yes weban in him. As an excelling steward on the face of this earth, before the Lord takes you home, you must learn to practice and protect your personal integrity. Everybody say personal integrity. Integrity is very, very crucial. And somebody said that your personal character relates to what God has given to you to do. I may be a pastor, and everybody here expects the pastor to have a certain kind of character. If I fall short of that expectation, people will be looking at me from the very corner of their eyes. That is he a true pastor? If you are an accountant, it is expected that you behave in a certain way as an accountant. If you are a medical doctor, and you must keep to that integrity, personal integrity, which means that you are saying to yourself, I don't want to dent my image. I don't want to dent my image. And I will do everything possible within my means to maintain that personal integrity. It has to do with character, it has to do with your performance. It has to do with your paperwork and the figures that you are putting on paper. It has to do with the way you talk. It has to do with where you go and what you do at what particular time in, in point in time. You must make every effort to practice and protect personal integrity. It boils down to character. Can we all say character? Yes. Because if inside you, you have the spirit of stealing and immorality and telling lies inside you, if you don't check that, it will show up one day when you are given a place of responsibility. And that may affect you and may floor you. But if you keep a personal integrity, personal integrity, by the grace of God, will open many doors for you. Will open many doors for you. May the Lord grant us grace to keep a high level of personal integrity. Amen. And today I was saying, I'm going Amen. 
Last time I read from a paper, I think all of you saw it. Somebody brought a paid back, I think $40,000 or something. It was in the papers, graphic, front page. Because they had done some kululu and pocketed some money, they say, alleged. And the man had to return the money. May it not be said of us. As much as possible that we must keep the right path so we don't dent our image. What I'm saying is that whatever is not yours, it is not yours. And you must accept it like that. Now I'm saying, Listen to the advice that Proverbs gives us on personal integrity. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 25. Let me read from 24. Proverbs 4, 24. It says, avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. This is a summary of personal integrity. What is before you that you need to do, just do that and stay on course. Don't be sidetracked by evil. Don't be sidetracked by maybe quick profit. Don't be sidetracked by quick popularity. And by so doing, you, are, you move off your personal line and you dent your image. Personal integrity equals to the responsibility that God has given to you. And let's maintain that. <laughs> Last but not the least, I have two more. I'll end. Faithfulness is key here. Faithfulness. We must be faithful. Anybody who has given a responsibility is expected to be faithful. Faithfulness just means that you are there, you are reliable, you are there when you are needed, you are doing what is expected of you, you are not cutting corners, you are ever faithful and you are dependable. I pray grace for you that wherever you are, whatever has been entrusted into your hands, even either by God or by man, you will be found faithful. Especially those of us who are Christians, I hear testimonies around, uh, reports around that it is difficult to work with Christians. If a Christian brother maybe employs another Christian brother, it's difficult to work with that brother because we are Christian. So sometimes we take things for granted and we don't do what is expected of us. Whether you are a Christian working for a Christian or not, it is expected that you are faithful because the one has employed you with clear job descriptions and he wants you to abide by that. Do it first for the glory of God and first for your own image. Image as a child of God. May God grant us grace along those lines. Amen. 
Say your best sister and clatter so be faithful last but not the least know that the uh, what i'm calling immediate as well as ultimate reward for us there's always a reward for that jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 10 but I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Does that sound a bell in your ears? It says, I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. And I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. There is deserving reward. If you do evil, one day the evil will catch up with you. If you do right at all times, you qualify for the due and deserved result. We must work hard and keep ourselves on the right path because there is immediate and there is ultimate reward. The ultimate, ultimate reward will come from God. And so wherever you are, whatever areas of jurisdiction God has given to you in terms of your stewardship, keep to it. Keep to the standards. Be faithful. Work hard and maintain that unique, unique standards of your stewardship because the reward that God will give you Will be more than the sacrifices you make to contain your integrity. As as an excelling steward, you must have that towards mindset. You must understand your authority as a steward, delegated authority. You must be responsible, taking charge of your stewardship. You must keep to the standards of your stewardship. Learn to know that one day you'll be accountable to whoever, either God or whoever has given you the place. Maintain and protect your personal integrity in terms of your character. Be faithful at all times. Know that there is immediate as well as ultimate reward for you. God will bless you as you do that. There are three blessings as I conclude when you excel as a steward. There is personal fulfillment and joy. You know in your heart that your conscience is clear. You have done it all to the best of your ability and nobody can point a finger at you. It brings personal fulfillment and joy. For me, that's a blessing. You can leave a footprint. That tomorrow, they can even contact you and learn from you. Fulfillment and joy. Number two, you carry what I say I call divine endorsements. For me, that is, that is what I love. Divine endorsement. That God is pleased with what you are doing. Man may not necessarily be 100% pleased with what you are doing. But if God is pleased and endorses you, your stewardship, for me, that is a gold. That is a gold. And thirdly, the blessing number three, you serve as an example for others. The accountants here, we have students, we have members, the accountants. We learn from one another. Let us be an example to others in terms of our stewards. May the Lord bless you and give you grace Amen. as you are selling as a steward. Amen. Amen.
Sorry, I'm born in Samaya, Empire. I'm a couple and do me and I. 